0: what's going on guys so I had an idea for a new little series here where I'm gonna go through and answer some of your questions now I go through comments every day on my YouTube channel I try to help everybody out and answer as many questions as I can and if I don't know the answer I try to point you in the right direction or I'll just flat out tell you I don't know the answer right my idea is to just kind of make videos about answering your questions because a lot of you guys have the same questions and you don't necessarily look through the comments on a video. So that's what this series is gonna be about. Just kind of looking through our comments here, answering questions that you guys have that you've left on videos. And uh, really it's just another way to try and help you guys out and answer the questions that you have here in DaVinci Resolve. So we're just gonna go ahead and jump on YouTube here and uh, start looking at some comments here and we're gonna answer you guys' questions. So if you're not familiar with how YouTube works on the back end, right? Anytime you get a comment on a video, it all comes into your comment section right here and we can see what video it was on. If we look over here on the right and we can see the comment and then we can reply to the comment right there. So that's kind of how, how the setup works here. So let's just work through these and uh, see what we got and see how we can help you guys out today. First one, systems master computer training. Thank you. Love when people say thanks. I'm always uh, going to jump on there and just give you a little thumbs up, a little smile, face, something. Say thank you for watching. I'm going to go ahead and give you a heart too and a thumbs up. All right, so here we go from Songbird. Hi, Jason, I have updated Resolve after taking a year long break from video and I can't get it to connect to my database. I think it might be because my database projects are under the guest user with the path. I hit add a project library, navigated to the folder containing the database and entered the database file in name. Resolve created a new folder called Resolve Disk Database in the same folder as my database, but with no project in it. I tried selecting the database folder itself. And under the add project library, it just recreated a Resolve disk database folder inside the database with no projects in it. I can see my projects when I navigate through the database through File Explorer, but I can't get them into Resolve itself. I'd appreciate if you could shed some light on the situation. Thanks for the informative video. Really wish I'd watched before upgrading. So one of the Things that I'm thinking if you've taken a year off, I don't know if you're on version 16, uh, DaVinci Resolve 16, but every time they release a new uh, updated version, you've got to update the uh, database, right? So if it's on 16, maybe it can't go from 16 to 18 or whatever version you last use. Maybe it can't update itself all the way. So I I mean, I think the best bet might be to just uh, create a new datab- database. And just kind of start from scratch there. You should be able to update, upgrade it, I would think. But if for some reason you can't, maybe that's why. Because you were on an older version of Resolve that's, you know, too far back. And it can't take the version of the database you have and upgrade it to the current version, 18 point whatever it is. Uh, So maybe that's why. So... That's your answer there. I'm going to go plug this into here, and uh, we'll be right back with the next answer. All right, next one we have here from LP. Can this trick be used to sync multi-language streams got by ripping two different DVDs of the same movie? I'm trying to convert them in one MKV file, but even if I fix the delay of the language, of a language at the beginning, it then drifts from the main audio. Do you have any advice? Thanks in advance. So this was on a video called uh, Sync Audio Hack, How to manually sync video and audio in the media tab. So I think uh, you can probably sync multiple different uh, streams of audio with your clip. Um, I'm not sure, I haven't tried it. So I think you can uh, in the media tab there. So let me just jump over to Resolve here. So if you're in Resolve and you are, close this in the media tab, you can select a file from your media pool here select an audio track and sync them together. You can do that. And I don't see why you couldn't do more than one. Cause for example, if I look at a video clip, any random video clip, and I say clip attributes, right? If I've got audio synced up, we're going to have embedded channel one, embedded channel two, and then we would have synced audio one, synced audio two. And I don't see why you couldn't have more than one synced audio track. So that might work. You could probably do it that way. I don't know. You'd have to give it a try and find out. So I'm going to go ahead and say that I think you could be done. Um, you just got to try and find out. A lot of times comments that people might have, you know, my suggestion is, well, just give it a try and, and see if it works out for you. So uh, that's what I'm going to tell LP here. So just following up on this one too, they said, do you have any suggestions because our audio drifts, right? I sync it up, but then the audio drifts a little bit and it doesn't match up. Um, maybe it's a, like a, like a frame rate issue or something like that where the audio just, it's not lining up. The only thing you could do is just line it manually then and um, sync it up in your timeline and shift it a little bit as time goes on, right? In parts where maybe there's no dialogue, you can shift it back a little bit. That's probably the best way that you could handle that. So I'm going to add that in there too. All right, there we go. I'm going to go ahead and hit reply, a little heart for you, and a thumbs up. Thanks, man. All right, the next one we got a comment on, a uh, DaVinci Resolve short. I lost my audio clip. Match frame to the rescue. Thank God for this. Match frame is awesome. If you don't know about match frame, I do have a video on that. You can check it out. But it comes in real handy when you uh accidentally mess up your clips and stuff. So we're gonna go ahead and say, thanks for watching. And to give you a heart and a thumbs up. All right, Jared. What's up here, Jar? Commenting on the Samsung Q9X video, which is this microphone right here, which is awesome. It's a fantastic mic. Appreciate this candid review of the Samsung Q9X. Maybe my first XLR mic as a hobbyist. I'm using the DJI wireless mic system. The dual kit in case, uh, in a case is so convenient and flexible and a Rode video mic go to, and two recorders and a zoom H1N and an F3. So XLR will be my next step forward. So if you haven't gotten into XLR mics yet, they're awesome. I mean, there's some fantastic microphones. Granted, they do get a little more expensive. You do need a few more parts, got the audio interface down here and whatnot, but, um, the XLR mics are awesome. Uh, there, there's just so many great ones out there, and I think an XLR mic for uh, you know a nice upgrade would be a nice upgrade to what you've got there. Not that those mics are bad; they're fine too. But um, depending on your situation, if you need a microphone like this one, it does a fantastic job, um, and that's why I'm using it now because I like it. Yeah, why not, right? And you get a little heart and a thumbs up. All right, moving along. It looks like we've got the same person commented on uh, two uh, same video here. Same video um, with no audio and Resolve. I've got a couple of videos. If you got no audio and Resolve, you're having problems. Um, so that's what those videos are about. We got. He's saying, "I'm a new sub. That's awesome." So I'm gonna say, uh, "Thanks for the sub. Welcome to the community." I really do appreciate all you guys and everybody who jumps in. Uh, you know, subscribes to the channel and just watches videos and comments and stuff. It's awesome. I, I can't thank you guys enough for. Just watching the stuff that I put out there, and uh, I'm just glad I'm able to help you out. So I really appreciate everybody who does subscribe to the channel. So for that, you're going to get a heart and a thumbs up. And then the same person said, "Most uh, thank you, most grateful, it worked. And I'm going to say, awesome, glad it, it worked. Actually, awesome, glad you got it working. And a heart and a thumbs up. All right, this next comment here, uh, what is this? Matt, Matty, Matty Puff uh, had an old video about an audio visualizer. So uh, once I load the audio file into the modifier, it locks the size at zero, which makes my image not visible. It does not animate. Now, I haven't tried out this uh, feature, effect, whatever you want to call it, effect, I guess. I haven't tried it out in a really long time. Uh, I made this video probably at least two years ago, if not more. Um, So I'm not really sure why they might be having a problem. So I'm just going to be honest with them and say I haven't used the effect in a while. I'm not sure why it's not working. And just for dropping a comment, I'm going to go ahead and give you a heart. Let you know I appreciate you dropping a comment. Next comment on the Wednesday morning behind-the-scenes short. Thank you for your channel, but I don't like shorts. Okay, that's cool. Hey, everybody's uh, entitled to their opinion. No problem. Um, thanks for watching the video, though. So I'm going to say thanks for watching, even though you don't like shorts. I appreciate you. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a heart because I appreciate you dropping a comment. Next, we've got a video on the best sound from the Blue Yeti. This is a probably, I think, my most viewed video, actually, um, which has nothing to do with DaVinci Resolve. actually it has to do with the Blue Yeti microphone. So we got... Uh, Great here says super helpful and concise explainer video. Thanks, Jason. So I'm going to say thanks for watching, man. I Appreciate it, and we'll give you a heart and a thumbs up. Next comment on uh, my make dialogue sound better part two. Um, it says great video, Jason. Oh, from Benjamin John Development. Great video, Jason. Gave me the confidence to jump in and have a go using Fairlight. Question: When in the process? When in the process do you make all of these audio edits? Do you drop your clips? Into the media pool, put them together, then edit the audio before editing and cutting the content, or the other way around. What are the pros and cons? So what I like to do when I'm working with audio is, um, essentially, I'm going to edit together my video first. Um, I'll have, you know, my, my video track with audio, or I'll sync audio up from an external mic. I'll put it in the timeline, I'll edit my video, and then once my edit is done, it's looking good. Um, then I'll go back and start working with my audio So I typically only have myself talking. So I have got all my audio in one track. I'm usually in my studio here um, for most of the videos I make on YouTube. If I'm out and about and I have different situations where the audio might be different, then I would put that audio into different tracks so I can work with it uh, in different ways. Maybe I need different EQ, different, you know, settings or effects or dynamics, whatever it might be. It may vary depending on my location. So it depends on your on your clip. So for example, this, I'm all recording off of here. It's going to be one long track because everything's going to be the same situation. I'm in my studio here, right? So kind of depends on on, on your situation. But what I'll do is I'll, like I said, edit together my video, and then I'll go back and start working with my, uh, my audio. I will make sure that I've got good levels, you know, just kind of from the start there when I'm putting my audio uh, clips in. Uh, before I start chopping stuff up, just so that I can hear it good enough. Um, I'll aim to get my audio levels for my dialogue, in that minus 10, minus 8 dB range somewhere in there, and I'll leave it there until I edit the entire video or get most of it done, and then I go start to work with the audio. I'm going to do a little EQ. I'm going to, do- well, actually, back it up. I'm gonna double-check my levels, then work with the EQ, then do some dynamics and add effects or whatever else, uh, you know, I might need or want to do with my audio. So um, that's kind of, in a nutshell, what I would do. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and reply to Benjamin right here. All right. Reply. We're going to give you a heart and a thumbs up. Thanks, Benjamin. All right. Next up, why your DaVinci Resolve 17 voiceover is not working, right? We all get frustrated, right? If your voiceover is not working, you can't record right into Resolve. Nice. Uh, So uh, Ask Film School said, awesome. It was really grateful. It was really grateful. I'm just going to say thanks for watching, man. All right, next comment we have here is on a video called Make Your Dialogue Sound Better Part 1. This is where I talked about setting levels uh, and some other things I forget. I'd have to look it up. But the question is from Victor is, could you please make a video about how to edit video podcasts with three-plus people, mute sections when one person is speaking, and other edit tips and tricks to edit audio on DaVinci? So I've got tons of videos on editing your dialogue in DaVinci Resolve. Um, I think I cover pretty much anything you would need to do as far as dialogue and audio is concerned. When you are making a video podcast, and that's kind of what I'm doing here, a little video podcast, um, I think what you want to do ideally is get, um, I don't know what kind of microphones or setup you're using, but if you've got microphones like this one, that's a dynamic microphone, it's going to be real close to me. It's going to pick up mostly just me. If there's anything going on around the microphone or even a person sitting across the table, a microphone like this one right here is not going to pick up too much of that other person. So I think that's the first thing is getting good microphones that are going to work for the situation that you're in. Um, now, if you are picking up extra noise and things, one of the things that you can try is to use a gate to drop off or mu- essentially mute the audio uh, in between the different pe- people speaking. So for example, when you know person number one is speaking and person number two is not, even if that number two microphone is picking up um, the other person speaking. You could probably set a gate around, you know, minus 35 dB, minus 30 dB. I don't know. And it might cut out that other person. So then you don't even have to go through and mute it all or drop levels or keyframe or anything like that. Um, So I would try that uh, using a gate um, to see if it will work for your situation. And I'd also, if you're going to be doing this podcast long term, I would just look to get microphones and equipment that are going to help make the job easier for you instead of using something like, uh, for example, my Blue Yeti, which picks up everything, even when you have it on a cardioid pattern, it picks up a ton of stuff. Um, and, and, you know, that could just sound messy and sound dirty. But if you could get, you know, three dedicated microphones for each person, and then, uh, you know, have a dynamic microphone like this, where it's going to really eliminate a lot of that extra noise and picking up the other people. Um, make sure you set your levels properly while you're recording, Uh, you know, think about all those kind of things. And uh, I think that will help you Um, in addition to maybe using a gate or expander to kind of help drop out some of those um, voices in between, you know, the person who's actually talking live on the mic, you know, get rid of everybody else and any extra background noise or, you know, the other people speaking that that you might get. So uh, that's kind of my recommendation there. And uh, I'm going to say that in less words, uh, replying to Victor's comment here. Ah, loves me some coffee. Got to have some coffee, right? All right, reply, heart, and a thumbs up. Thanks, man. All right, next best background audio noise reduction plugin. I found the pro version useless for dialogue, to be honest. Just good for music. All right, so this is a, about a background uh, background noise removal plugin, Clarity VX from Waves. The thing's fantastic, but it needs to be used in the right situation. Right, it depends on what the background noise is, as far as how well of a job it kind of gets rid of that background noise. So the Pro version is just a more advanced version of the basic version. Um, It just depends if you'd want more options. I'd always recommend download trials for things before you go ahead and purchase something. Just because I say it's good doesn't mean it's going to work good for you. So you should always do trials first. Most places offer trials with pretty much anything. You could give it a shot. Um, So uh, let's see. So I found the Pro version useless. Um, Just good for music. So I'm going to tell this guy, like, you know, it depends on the situation that you're using it in. And we're going to go ahead and give you a heart because I appreciate your comment. All right. Next, we've got uh, same video there, the background audio noise reduction. For anyone saying that Isotope RX is better for noise reduction compared to this, sniffs glue for a living. Well, I don't know about that. Um, I've actually never used Isotope RX, although I did talk with Jay Littman a lot uh, at uh, Resolve about Isotope RX and, uh, you know, the, some of the tools and things that they got in there. And I do want to give it a try one of these days. I have not tried it out yet, so I can't really speak to that. Um, so I'm just going to honestly say I've never tried Isotope RX, but I do hear that it's awesome. And we're going to give you a heart because I appreciate you. All right. On the Blue Yeti, uh, once again, I use a PC. What's the easiest way of getting a lower bass level when recording with the Blue Yeti? Is this possible straight out of the box? If not, what's the best way to boost bass levels? So the Blue Yeti, if you guys aren't familiar with it, uh, it's actually on my shelf over there, but uh, it's a USB microphone And it does have a gain knob on it. Now, some microphones have a gain knob, some don't. For example, this one right here, it's an XLR mic, it does not. So I have to adjust my levels either between my computer and my audio interface. So on the audio interface, I can adjust it. With the Blue Yeti itself, it has a gain knob on it, but you wanna be careful because if you bring that up too much, it just starts to pick up all kinds of like crazy noise all over the place. I mean, any little noise in your room, house, wherever you're recording is gonna get picked up and it's uh, it, it, it just picks up everything. So my recommendation is keep that gain knob as low as it can go, so that way uh, you're not picking up all this extra stuff that you don't want to be picking up. Um, but the other way that you can do it if you can't get you know a good bass level using just the gain knob on there is you want to jump in your computer settings, your sound preferences, and you want to set your levels for the microphone, the input levels, there uh on your computer and i'm on a mac now so i'm not going to show you here but on a pc you jump into those sound settings find the microphone as the input and then you can adjust your levels there should be a slider in there and you can adjust that and that's how you're going to be able to set the levels. so that's what i'm going to tell uh brian here on how to set the base levels for your blue yeti and as i was typing this up here one other way that you can adjust the levels is in your recording software right so if you're recording into davinci resolve for example You've got uh, path settings where you can adjust the input level of your microphone. Say you adjusted it you know, on your computer and on the mic itself or whatever, your audio interface, whatever it might be, you adjusted it as much as you can. You can jump into your recording program. doesn't have to be resolved, but that's what I use a lot. Um, and you can adjust the levels in there. So keep that in mind. That's a, a third way that you can adjust the levels for the Blue Yeti here. So I'm going to go ahead and hit reply and give you a heart and a thumbs up. Next is a comment on a video about power bins here in Resolve. Does Premiere Pro have an equivalent system to power bins? I don't know. I've actually never used Premiere Pro. I wanted to get into it, but then I stumbled on Casey Ferris's videos and DaVinci Resolve here uh, a bunch of years ago, and I was like, well, I'm not going to pay more than for just the photography plan from Adobe if I can try out Resolve for free. And it worked out great, and uh, the rest is history. So I've never actually tried Premiere Pro. So I'm going to be honest and just say, I don't know. Never tried Premiere Pro. And a little heart and a thumbs up. All right, next, about media offline. I love your videos so much. You are knowledgeable and put so much effort into making these videos the best quality they can be. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. I'm so glad I found your channel. You're an amazing teacher. Well, I really appreciate when people just leave, you know, a comment, um, you know, just saying that they appreciate the videos that I make because, you know what, a lot of times I sit here by myself and, you know what, it doesn't always feel like you're doing uh, anything good in the world here, right? But it's nice when people say how much you're uh, you're helping them out and everything. So I'm just going to say thanks, man. I appreciate you and I appreciate you watching. Next up here, we have a super thanks. Check this out on a uh, best export settings from DaVinci Resolve. Five bucks, thanks. Uh, really appreciate it. Flora Lux, thank you so much for uh, for that five bucks and for supporting my channel here. Uh, I appreciate you. Thank you for watching. I'm going to say uh, thank you so much. And then it uh, looks like she has another question too that we're going to answer here in a second. And we're definitely going to give you a heart and a thumbs up on that five bucks. And then she asks, uh, you are a godsend. Oh man, thanks so much. Between this video and your rendering with nodes for iPhone, It seems the issue is officially resolved. Thank you so much. All right, I'm just going to say you're welcome. Glad I could help. All right, next up, uh, fixing sound in Resolve when there's problems, you can't get any sound. Thank you, you made my life easier. You're welcome. I am backed up. I usually don't have, uh, you know, too many comments, uh, but I haven't answered comments since uh, the end of last week. So I try to do it every day because a little bit at a time isn't so bad, but sometimes they kind of pile up. And uh, hey, this is the first episode here. So we're giving you tons of questions that we're answering. And uh, I hope you guys are finding this helpful. If you are, comment below, hit the like button, uh, thumbs up there for me. And, uh, you know, let me know what you think about this little series. Is it something that you might be interested in? I don't know. We're gonna try it out for a little while and see what happens. All right, next is on DaVinci Resolve transitions for beginners. I've been using transitions in Resolve for months; it's been great. However, in my latest video, when I drag and uh, when I or when I drop a transition, I get a few frames during the transition where the colors go weird, like pink. When the transition ends, the colors return to normal. I'm using 30 frames per second, one second transitions. This has never happened before. I'm in multicam mode, putting several angles together to make one video. This happened to every single transition I put on this project. I thought it was just in edit mode and in edit mode and the pink transitions, uh, I'm just going to assume would not render out, but the pink frames are there in the finished video. I ended up just removing all the transitions because it looks so bad. Any idea why and how I can correct this? I make several videos and this never happened. I'm shooting on a Canon, uh, R5, a 5D Mark II and an iPhone. Tom. All right. Uh, Tom, I'm not really sure what might be going on there. Um... The only thing I can think is if you're in a multicam clip and maybe there's something in there, is there anything in there that's pink? I don't know. I, I mean, if, if one of the tracks was pink, maybe for some reason it's pulling that through. Um, worst case, what I would do is I would just copy everything into a new timeline, try that, see if that helped it. Um, and if that doesn't work, I would then take everything and um, I would bring it into like a new project, you know, just paste everything into a new timeline and a new project, see if that works. And then... Um, Otherwise, I'm not really sure why you might be getting a pink. I don't know which transition you're trying to use. Maybe there's something in that transition that uh, is just reacting with some of the colors in your video. Not really sure. So um, I'm going to say something like that in my response here, probably in fewer words. Um, But that's what I'm thinking so far and the things that I would try to see if it helps fix the problem. So a lot of times when people are having problems, uh, you know, like th- with the transitions here in Resolve, it just takes kind of playing around with it. And from sitting on my end, it's hard if I can't just get in there and fiddle around and, and try things out. Um, it's hard to figure out what might be going on with it. So I usually try to just give a few suggestions and then just kind of leave it at that and say, I would just try these couple things and maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. I don't know. So we're going to go ahead and reply. I'm going to give you a heart and a thumbs up. All right. No audio in Resolve from part two. Thanks so much. It's really helped me out. You're welcome. Best export settings from Resolve 17. Glad I came across this video about the presets. I'm working on a video here where I need to be high quality, but also a smaller file size. Unfortunately, balloon five times its size. Thanks again. Just a word of advice. Don't use the YouTube export settings from Resolve. They're terrible. It ain't going to look good. If you want to know some good custom settings that I use, definitely check out this video right here. DaVinci Resolve 17 export render settings for YouTube. That's going to give you some better settings. And also, if you're only exporting in 1080, even if you're editing in 1080, um, you want to export it in 4K because when you upload it to YouTube, YouTube will give you the better VP9 codec. If you upload 1080 video, the codec's not going to be as good. Your video ain't going to look as good. You're going to be like, why does my stuff not look good on YouTube? Well, that's why, because you uploaded a 1080. So I think you need to do at least a 1440 size video or whatever, um, but I always, I, I do all my editing in 1080, I don't film in 4K, I, 1080, um, and then I will export from Resolve in 4K, and then upload that to YouTube, and you get the better VP9 codec, and then your videos are just going to look better. All right, how to color grade iPhone footage in DaVinci Resolve 18. All right, Lewis says, amazing how many people know nothing of color management. If you use wide gamut, DaVinci does the color space transform automatically, selecting the right input for color or input color space. All right, cool, man. Hey, that's good to know. Well, hopefully that helps somebody out. I'm going to say thanks for sharing your advice. And we're going to go ahead and give you a heart. All right, next on the Samsung QX9 video, Ryan says, that mic sounds great. It sounded a bit thin for my taste when you turned on the vocal processing. And I would agree with that. I like it without the vocal processing. We get more of that low end. And in post, we can always take out the low end if we want, right? But if you record it without the low end, you can't add it back in, right? Not usually. So, whatever. I leave that turned off, and uh, and I think it sounds great, too. And give you a heart and thumbs up. Next, how to save text in DaVinci Resolve 16. A lot of this stuff is the same for 16, 17, 18. Like, a lot of these DaVinci Resolve things, like, it doesn't matter what version. It's the same in all of them. Uh, So let's see. Oh, Flora, she's the one who gave us the uh, super thanks a little bit ago. Concise and exactly what I needed. Another guy made a 17 minute video and I just couldn't. Ha 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 ha. ha. Thanks again. (laughs) All right. I'm going to say thanks so much for watching. All right. Moving on down here. We have DaVinci Resolve 18 Transition for Beginners video. Hi, Jason. Wow. Here's the first tutorial that explains that you have to have an overlap between the two clips and how to get the overlap. But needless to say, the first time I tried, the clip to the right won't move. I sometimes feel like throwing DaVinci Resolve out the window. Nothing works. Nothing ever works the first time or as you think it should. 100% true. That's why uh, one of the things that makes DaVinci Resolve Learning Curve so steep is that, um, you know, there's a lot of things that are just not very intuitive Um, for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know why. And granted, I haven't used many other editor programs, but um, there's a lot of things in DaVinci Resolve that are, are just not intuitive or that like, they don't work the way you think they might. Um, so that makes resolve take a long time to learn. So, um, I'm going to head and reply to this guy and, uh, say, uh, thanks for watching. Glad you're getting it figured out. And anyway, go ahead and give you a like and a thumbs up and same person. Uh, another comment on the same video. Hi, Jason, as a beginner, I find DaVinci Resolve very problematic. Your video shows it's easy to add a transition, but when I try and then play back, nothing happens between the two clips, no transitions, so, if you see the transition on the uh, between your clips there, it's probably just a playback issue, and that could be because your computer doesn't have you know doesn't have good uh, good, good specs or whatever. Um, there's some things you can do to try and change that, but it sounds like it's just a playback issue uh, versus the clip not actually going on there. If you don't see the transition on there, then you're going to have to shorten each one of your clips a little bit. So, hopefully, based on your last comment that I just answered, uh, you're able to figure that out. So that's kind of what I'm thinking about that. All right, another comment on the QX9 review. That looks very much like the Rode PodMic Cardioid Dynamic Broadcast Microphone, which as of today is selling for $90 on Amazon. I'd love to see a comparison if you have time in the future. Thanks for the Samsung QX9 review. Nicely done, as always, looks promising. So I've never uh, used the Rode mic. Um, I don't have one. If Rode, if you want to send me one, that would be pretty sweet because then I would happily compare it to this, see how they how they work out. <clears throat> um, 90 bucks is a little bit cheaper. This one's 130 But uh, even at one thirty, this one is a great deal, I think. It sounds great. Uh, I'm sure the Rode one does pretty well, too. I know it's a fairly popular uh, microphone. I've just never tried it out. But um, thanks uh, there, Mr. Digital, for uh, for dropping a comment. A little heart and thumbs up. All right, next we have... How to make music songs longer in DaVinci Resolve 17. I don't know how you did it. It's not working for me. Well, I'm not sure what you're doing did you watch the video? I think I showed how to do it in there. Uh, I'm not really sure why it might not be working for you because I don't know what you're doing. You didn't really give me enough information here. So um, I'll just say, uh, what part's not working? How can I help? I'm always happy to help people out more if I can. All right. So it looks like we got everybody. I'm just going to filter these out here by response status, uh, ones I have not responded to. Let's see, make sure we got everybody here. Uh, Let's see, a little comment here on uh, no audio in DaVinci Resolve. Hi Jason, not sure if you know this one. I'm having problems with OBS, audio brought into DaVinci Resolve. The first half of my clips still show no waveforms. Sometimes the audio is still there, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it comes in through just one speaker for a few seconds and then the other speaker comes in. If you had any issues uh, or fixes with this, if I play the clip through another app, it works fine. Sometimes you get weird audio issues like that in Resolve and sometimes it's a codec issue with the audio. So if you can convert the audio um, using something like, I don't know, I think Handbrake does it or uh, there's other free audio programs out there. I think that you can just like convert it to, uh, you know, another MP3 or whatever. I don't know. There's codecs that Resolve has a problem with um, and maybe that's why I don't know what OBS is using there. I mean, I've used OBS before, not a ton. Um, I don't think I've really had any issues with it, um, but I'm gonna try to start using it a little bit more because I want to try to do some live streams. Maybe I should do this as a live stream. then I've got to edit it, huh? Hmm. I don't know. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, that's what I would try. I would try converting the audio first. I'm not sure why otherwise it might be having a problem there. So that's what I'm going to say. All right, just a few more here. I uh, gonna wrap this up soon. um on a channel discussion. I actually posted a comment and said, What do you guys want to learn in Resolve? Um, So I want to make videos that are helpful for you guys and helpful for people that are just getting started. So what do you want to know? And uh, this person here said, removing black backgrounds and composition. So I'm going to go ahead and give him a heart. Um, A lot of times for polls or, uh, you know, if if I post a question, uh, you know, about asking you guys what you want to see. I don't necessarily respond to that. I'm just going to make note of it and uh, keep it in mind for future videos. Next, easy audio compression. The MV2 from Waves is is really good. If you're looking for a good, easy-to-use compressor, check that out. But uh, High Tech Productions here says, I have the L2 Ultra Maximizer from Waves. Any thoughts on how it compares? Um, I haven't used the Ultra Maximizer yet. I will give it a try because I do have uh, all of the Waves plug-in. So I'll give it a try. Um, I don't know how it is yet, but... I'm going to give it a try and see how it works out. So I'm just going to be honest and tell you, I don't know how it works out, but I'm going to give it a try. All right, split screen for multiple clips in DaVinci Resolve. Here's a question. This is absolutely not precise. If you have four clips, how do you align them in each of the corners? I don't want nearly aligned. I, want, I need pixel perfect alignment with the screen divided in four equal areas. Uh, this is, uh, is there a way to do this without spending a ridiculous amount of time? So in this one, I did just kind of move them around and eyeball it in there. Um, and you can still do that in Resolve. Actually, let's jump over into Resolve right now. So if I'm in here, uh, let's just grab this other timeline here. Let's just copy this over. I'm just going to make a couple copies here. So now let's say we've got four different points of the clip here. We want them in four equal corners. Uh, Let's see, how do we do this? I just scale some of these guys down here a little bit, right, so I can see what's going on. All right, so we want them all in uh, in the corners. So one thing I think we might be able to do is come to our effects library, open effects, and we have, where are you at? Video collage. So that's going to give you uh, equal uh, spacing or, or can space it equally uh, or whatever. Um, let me see if I just dump it on all these guys. It's been a little while since I used this effect. So let's say video collage onto a layer. Let's say I want this to be create a tile. All right. So I think this would work. Um, I'm not going to fiddle with it now because it's just going to take time that I don't have. Um, so I think you can use the collage effect or you could just do the math, right? Because you know, if you, well, in this case, I got a 1080 timeline here. So I know it's 1920, right? On the bottom side. So I can just do the math and figure out what position X and Y, where I should push it. And remember for your video, that X is the point is right in the middle of the video. So looking uh, on my screen here, right there, that point right there is where Uh, the anchor point is, right? So when I want to move it over so that, you know, it's on this side of the screen, I'm moving over by 480. So how did I get there? Well, I took 1920, right, which is the size of the whole screen. I divided it by two, right? Because I'm going to have one video on each side, which gave me 960. But if I put in 960 right here, 960, it moves that middle anchor point all the way to the edge of the screen, right? So we don't want to do that. So I actually want it to go Halfway over, right? Because that, I know that anchor points right in the middle of the video. That's just how it is by default. So I'm going to divide nine sixty by two, and I get four eighty. So then, boom, four eighty, boom, and there you go. So this one would be four eighty. This one would, you know, over here would be minus four eighty. And then up here, you just do the math to move it up, you know, and move it down because you're ten eighty tall, right? So uh, it's just a little bit of math trying to figure out, you know, the numbers and, and where to put stuff. So hopefully that's uh, that's helpful. Maybe I should make a video on that. I should jot that down. How to get Windows exactly where you want them to be in DaVinci Resolve. So that's kind of in a nutshell uh, I'm, I'm how I'm going to do. I'm going to suggest using the the uh, the collage effect and then just doing the math and figuring out where you want to position uh, your clips. All right, so we reply to him and uh, we're going to give him a little heart and a thumbs up. And uh, I think that's where we're going to call it some quits today on all these comments. Again, I, it's been a few days, so I'm, I was a little backed up, which is why this video is so long. Hopefully in the future, they're going to be a little bit shorter. We're just going to nail some uh, some some questions. Um I mean, I could probably do this every day. I I should do a live stream like every day. Would you guys want to see this live streamed or you like just a little video like this where I just kind of go through and, uh, you know, highlight the questions and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. You guys let me know. Do you think this is a good idea? Is it going to be helpful to you guys answering some questions about different things that people have comments on and I'm going through and doing this anyway. So if I can make a video on it and then just more people get to see the answers to these questions. Uh, I think it could be helpful for you guys. So, uh, you know, it could be like a a morning thing. You know, we go have our cup of joe. We sit here, we hang out, we answer comments from you guys because that's why I'm here on YouTube to help you guys out. And, uh, you know, it's just it's it's an honor and a blessing to be able to help you guys out there and just, you know, really do what I do here on YouTube. Super thankful for the opportunity to be able to do this. So I would love to hear your guys' thoughts on this video. What you think? Should we keep doing it? Um, If you've got other questions, leave it on a video somewhere. Comment on this video. I don't know. I'm going to try making a couple of these. We'll see how it goes if you guys are interested. And, uh, you know, then we'll we'll, we'll take it from there. Hey, this whole YouTube thing, sometimes it's a little trial and error, right? Um, But if there's more examples that are a little more in-depth, too, I can jump into DaVinci Resolve, too, and show you Uh, how to do different things or, or whatever the question might be. Um, there surprisingly was not many things where I had to jump in resolve today, uh, to answer questions, but uh, I will jump in there if I need to. Um, I think that could be kind of cool and, uh, could be helpful for you guys. So with that said, guys, I'm going to wrap up this, uh, first episode here of answering your questions from comments and, um, yeah, you guys have a great day and, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys in the next video. Peace.